0: Hello and welcome to this profile episode of the History of Yugoslav Football podcast. This time, we look at a player who was voted the best Croatian player of the entire 20th century and whose statue sits just outside Hajduk Split Stadium. It is, of course, Bernard Baido Vukas. Vukas is the second Hajduk player we've looked at in depth after Franny Matasic, where Matasic was the centrepiece of that early 50s side, Vukash was the man playing across the attack, whose talent was arguably greater than that of Hajduk's ultimate icon. There is a story that, as a 10-year-old, Vukash was a fan of BSK, until his father took his belt to his urchin son for daring to support a Serb side until he supported Grudanski. A year later, He would start his career at Concordia, but on their dissolution at the end of World War II, slipped through the net of bigger sides and ended up at Amateur, followed up by N.K. Zagreb. N.K. Zagreb would play a game against Hajduk in 1947, and Franja Matisic was wowed by Vukash, immediately demanding that he be brought into the club. He perhaps didn't mean it to be taken so literally as it was. Matisic was the man sent to Zagreb to literally take Vukash to split, as the nature of the communist regime meant that actually transferring a player was no simple task. For his first friendlies at the club, Vukash would only be listed as young left winger to keep his name a secret. The rest, as it said, would be history while Matasic's legend was driven as much by his loyalty and lifelong attachment to the club. Vukas's is from simply being that damn good a player. Initially, he found it hard to settle coming from Zagreb to split, but his play made him become accepted. His statistics are impressive. 615 games for Hyduk with 300 goals, all while rarely playing as a central striker. When Matisic's legend from that 1950 game against Zvena Zvezda was from the famous fight he took part in in that match, Vukas's is from scoring the equaliser, dribbling through the Zvezda defence in a manner we'd now describe as Messi-like to slot home as the team went unbeaten through that season. He later stated, That was the most beautiful moment of my career at Heidelk at Stadipplatz. It would not be the only incredible club game Vukash's legend would come from. In 1952, Hajduk would be 4-0 down against Lokomotiva, and Vukash tore into the side at half-time, including tearing into Matasic, something very few dared to do. Hajduk would draw the game after Vukash scored a second half hat-trick and assisted the other. The Great Hyduk side of the early nineteen fifties was comprised of three elements the leadership of Matasich, the backbone and quality of Vladimir Biara in goals, and Vukash, with Vukash being the catalyst for everything. All would recognise it. Vukash would play England for the first time as part of a rest of the world elite side in nineteen fifty three at Wembley, assisting twice and winning a penalty in front of the Wembley crowd. In that game, he would be the man who would keep no less of a talent than French Pushkas on the bench. In 1955, he would be invited to join a UEFA 11 to play a Great Britain select side in Belfast to commemorate the 75th anniversary of the Northern Irish FA. Vukash would score a hat trick in a 4 1 win. One of his teammates on that day, Nando Hidekuti, described Vukash as the best of his era and named him in the side of the best players he had ever played against or with, dropping pushgas for him. Even later legend, Dragoslav Sekularac stated Vukas was the best Yugoslav player of all time, and he played alongside a few who could also lay claim to that. The Ballon d'Or was created the following year in 1956, but most believe that had it opened a year earlier, Vukas would have won thanks to that performance in Northern Ireland. For the national side, it would be 59 caps and 22 goals, with two Olympic silver medals and two World Cup appearances, playing in the centre with Boek and Mitic around him. He would also be a player of firsts, for a start, He was the first Zagreb native to become a legend of Hajduk, but he also had a voracious appetite for football, being the first man to bring a TV antenna to split just so he could watch Serie A. He could watch it more closely in 1957, becoming the first Yugoslav player of the era to move to Italy, joining Bologna for a two-year spell that would be disrupted by illness. He would return to Hajduk in 1959 for another four years but he had lost the spark of his first spell. He moved then to Austria before one final season at Hyduck before retirement at 41. He would die in 1983, aged just 55. There is limited footage of Vukash available and the footage that we do have is mostly from his spell in Italy where illness meant he rarely had the chance to hit the heights of his first spell at Hyduk. The footage that does exist confirms the best of his talents, a languid and impossible to stop with, Dribbler with incredible awareness. If Bologna was him no longer able to perform at full tilt consistently, then his first, his first spell at Hajduk must have seen him be truly unstoppable. He would, of course, be targeted by opposition players, yet would never lose a day to injury. He was simply too elusive to ever have a mark left on him for long. The Croatian FA announced him as the best player of the 20th century. The major Croatian newspaper Visenly List declared him the greatest Croatian athlete of the 20th century. Both are hardly awards which lacked competition from either his own club or from others. The quote on his statue outside Polyúd Stadium states, If I was born once again, I would once again be a high duck player. If he was born again, some wonder if he would make such an impact. But then again, there is perhaps a modern player to compare him to, a player with character whose body shape would not have immediately lended himself to professional football. A sublime dribbler in the most sublime club team of the era. That is, of course, a certain Mr Lionel Messi. To be considered the greatest Croatian player of all time certainly puts you close to that level. A level of all-time greats. Yet perhaps Vukas is the one true great who doesn't get his due. He deserves to. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next month with another profile.